Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm cold as fuck down here. Goddamn. Really? Fuck. No, it's no, it's not like unbearable. I'm just mm. like, damn, it's fucking cold down here. Yeah, it is. Cold. Um, like in front. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome episode back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> episode twenty three. Jo- I saw Jordan episode <laughs> right before the end of the well. Cut, well, the beginning of the Celtics season, mm-hmm. the NBA season started last night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Lakers got the, got smacked by the Clippers, and the Nets look like the next champions, the way they fucking murdered um, Golden Listen, State. They say Kevin Durant's only 90%. If that's Kevin Durant Dude, 90%. <laughs> um, by the way, I don't believe him. He looks 100% to me. He looks like... He looks like he just came off of a real good break, and his body is healthy. Yeah. I didn't see him strain or struggle, a misstep. His timing looked perfect, especially coming back from an Achilles like that, like his jumping, his leaping ability. every He looked 100% to me. Yeah, I didn't. I fully did not expect Kevin Durant to look like that. Mm. I didn't expect. Well, I mean, we saw him last week against mm-hmm. the Celtics, and to me, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a hundred percent yet. I still would say he's, I still would say he's eighty-five percent. Mm-hmm. I think he's eighty-five percent there. But the thing is, is that people were saying that, like, when they were talking yesterday, I like I heard people say, like, yeah, that's what people. The reason why he looks so good right now is because. People were saying that he could have played in the bubble. Mm -hmm. That's what they were saying, but Mm -hmm. nobody believed them. Like, no, Kevin Durant, he's good enough to play in the bubble, but they just don't want him to do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I remember those rumblings. And I was like, that's, no, there's no way he's ready. There's no way he's ready. And now that we see him, we're like, oh shit, he probably could have played um, in the playoffs for the Nets. Um, And then we would have saw him like work his way in. Mm -hmm. But the way they look like they were working in that offseason, him and Kyrie and the rest of the Nets, Mm -hmm. it's like they've been working since August. They got eliminated first round. So they've had two, two, three months of playing hard basketball, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why they came out in the preseason looking like that. And they came out last night looking like that. Listen, the only thing that could spare the NBA from the Nets reigning over them for the next two or three seasons in terms of championships and trips to the finals would be if they were to do do something silly like trade for James Harden at this point. Because that's yeah. those are the rubbler. People are like, okay, you keep Kyrie, keep Kevin, trade Levert, trade Dinwiddie, trade whoever else you got to trade to bring in James Harden. Now you have a big three. For this team, it would destroy the nuance of the team. Because the way that team is set up, you're you have your starting five out there and you can run that starting five without Spencer Dinwiddie and have him coming off the bench with Levert if you choose if you choose to. Yeah, they have you Dinwiddie know? starting. Starting and, and Levert point. coming yeah. off and, and Levert coming off the bench now. Levert coming off the bench now, yeah. And Levert, he looks extremely healthy. He looks like he was working on some some range shooting over his past seventy two days that he had off. The whole team just looks very, very good. Yeah, they do. The Nets the Nets look really great. Um I'm wearing I'm really am wondering though, like with how good Dinwiddie is, how good Levert is um, how how good both of them are, and we've been. It's been that same story for the past three years. Mm-hmm. The Nets have been overachieving mm-hmm. with that, with the help, with mainly behind Levert and Dinwiddie, mainly behind Dinwiddie because um, Levert was uh, missed like an entire year when he, I think, it tore his ACL. Um, behind Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie's oh, Dinwiddie is twenty six years old, mm-hmm. or twenty six or twenty seven, um, and. 
he averaged, I think, 20, 26 and four last year. You know what I mean? Like, like. Not 26, 26. No, 20 and then six, six, okay, six okay. assists, four rebounds okay, yeah. last right, year. Yeah. And, um, and, and that, he does it all in the flow of the game, too. Yeah, he's not super dominant. He's super, you know, like they're trying to, they're, they're trying to. I heard last night, like them using the words, like trying to put them in like a Lou Will type of category. Mm-hmm. Dinwiddie and Lavert, like coming off the bench, da, 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 but it's like, dog, yeah, it's easy to call it that, but didn't, yeah. but people didn't start calling people Lou Wills until Lou Will was, it was in his 30s. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Where he was, okay, you know what? I am comfortable coming off the bench. I, they have, I have been on teams where I, they tried to make me the guy and they sh- and I showed that I wasn't the guy um whether it was when he was on Philly when he got traded to LA then traded to Houston and then traded back to LA you know what I mean yeah, yeah. um to the Clippers like Lou Will showed you I, I'm not that guy but I can eat off the bench and um against these second units and it's like yeah it's easy to say that but no 26 year old 25 year old 26 and 27 year old and Lavert and Dinwiddie are going to just be okay. like I'm not convinced that they're just going to be okay with that mm-hmm. and they, they're going to give it a shot this year mm-hmm. and yeah I'm not going to yeah they played great last night but I'm also not going to take too much of too much off of that because at the end of the day they played the Warriors last night and the Warriors last night aren't the Warriors of the old the Warriors they played a bad team yeah. yesterday a team that did not make the playoffs last year. I don't go fuck if Steph is healthy now. Mm-hmm. Even even Draymond didn't play, so they played a bad team last night. And I don't. And Wiggins is trash. Ubre is trash. They try to like gloss over like they made these additions like the like the Warriors are going to be good. And I'm like, I just don't <laughs> believe it. Um, that's me personally. Um, but shout out to shout but, out to how good Clay Thompson is though. Because if you can bring course. in uh, Wiggins and an Ubre, and it still and, don't and it's even still like, equal, bro, a, it still don't even equal a Clay I'm, Thompson. I'm watching Andrew Wiggins miss miss wide open Yo, threes last night. He's he's breaking he's, wide open threes. He's not good at basketball. He's just not. <laughs> he's just not good at basketball. Um, but. Yeah, before we get too too into the NBA, yeah. but like yeah, episode twenty three, Alec, Alec ain't with us today. Alec abandoned us. Alec, if you're listening, which you will be, fuck you. <laughs> First and foremost, fuck you. You abandoned um, your boys. You abandoned your boys. <laughs> abandoned the bros. Um, but yeah, and the plug and the plug. You see, <laughs> so you do that, right? We gotta, you know, you gotta learn these segues when you want to be in when you want to be in show business. Um, <laughs> Um, what's it called? Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the, the season started last night. Um, do you want to keep good? We can stay in, we can stay on basketball. Yeah, and man, then, let's, and then ball. Like, let's talk about the Celtics opening up tonight. We'll open up tonight against the well, Bucks. Well, well, for, well, we'll, we'll start big. Let's okay. start big. We started big. Let's start big. What do you, what are your season predictions? Is this, this is a big prediction show. This is the Wednesday, um, before opening night against the Bucks or whatever, but what are your big NBA season predictions? My number one big NBA preseason prediction is that the Brooklyn Nets are going to win the NBA championship this year. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that team on paper versus every, and this is all just on paper. Yes. That team on paper, and I'm not going to count what I saw from them last night either, strictly just off of paper. The Brooklyn Nets on paper, to me, look like the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah, I agree. I think that they just have, and and the degree of too much in terms of how much better they are, they are with other teams, it isn't by much, but it's glaringly obvious. You know, when you have the likes of a Kyrie Irving and a Kevin Durant 
who are by far the two best scorers in the NBA right now and probably at worst top five yeah. best scorers of all time. Um, I don't the, think either position, one of them fall yeah. out of the top three, you know. Um, but again, that's a whole other debate right there. But when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, how they formulated in terms of that scoring, and the biggest lacks to me comes actually on the defensive side in terms mm-hmm. of them having that defensive intensity. Mm-hmm. But even if they lack that intensity, they have the type of bigs that can make up for so many mistakes, mm-hmm. for so many mistakes. When you have uh, DeAndre Jordan starting for you, and I don't think I don't feel DeAndre should be starting, but that's the case. Him starting for you. You think Jared Allen? Should I be think Jared, I, I, I like Jared Allen more uh, starting for them um, for a multitude of different reasons, but but it is what it is. But we have the likes of uh, DeAndre Jordan starting for you and Jared Allen coming off the bench, mm-hmm. and you have active perimeter bench perimeter defensive players, in particularly coming off of that bench. I think they're just gonna close up a lot of holes that the likes of Kyrie might leave open for you. Yeah, because Kyrie's not. Kyrie's not a turnstile on defense. I'm no, not saying that. No, but, but I would like to see what he did last night more often. Yeah. That means going after the starting point guard for, on that other team and actually attacking him on yeah. defense. Right. You know, um, if he brings that, if Kyrie brings just a certain level of intensity on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. then the Nets are unbeatable. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. Um, and, and specifically in a... I think the only team that's going to give him any type of real comp this year is going to be the Boston Celtics. If we do see them in the playoffs, it's going to be a seven-game series. Yeah. I feel it isn't going to be like they're just going to sweep us and get us up out of here or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no. But when you, when you physically cannot stop Kevin Durant, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, you know, like there's there's certain things I agree with you 100% there um, on all your points. There's certain things that like that – I tried to, cause me, I'm an endurance guy. Mm-hmm. I'm an endu- I'm a stamina guy. Yeah. And I always like people. Well, I'm not a person that gets too wowed by things, mm-hmm. un- if I don't believe 100 percent that it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like you have to show me. You have to show me that you can do it again and mm-hmm. again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the with the nets, it's like. Like we talk about, their biggest weakness is going to be defense. They're not, they're not going to have any problem scoring. No, um, no problem scoring. No problem scoring at all. It's just that, yeah, defensively, that's where I worry about them a little bit um, because Kyrie, because of Dinwiddie. Levert is okay. Um, and the, the other thing that, of course, people forgot about is the fact that is how great how great defensively Kevin Durant yeah, is. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. in the, like, in that's the thing that people over, like, cause we, we knew Perimeter this, we, we knew this, like the reason why we, we, we haven't been able to really fucking gush about the Brooklyn Nets is because KD got hurt. Yeah. So we knew them getting that we, and we didn't know what KD was going to look like. Mm-hmm. No one's going into last year or, you know, you, you, the, the Nets got pretty lukewarm in the off season. Nobody was yeah. really talking about the Nets. We know KD's coming back. It was always the, Ooh, Oh yeah, yeah, but you know KD's coming back. It was like a whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that day you had to whisper it because you couldn't really stamp it. Like, yo, yeah. the Nets are gonna be because you yeah. don't know what KD's gonna look like when yeah. he got back. But now after seeing him two games <laughs> on national team, boy, boy, and and then people forgetting about his defense, his yeah. defense, and and like him and DeAndre so Jordan and Jared Allen defense. is like yeah. it's like him being on like it's just yeah he's super underrated on defense. Imagine and running that lineup where okay we're gonna run 
Spence at the point, Kyrie at the two, they never, why KD could, at the three. You keep throwing them at the at the point. They like, well, they they yeah, whichever. Never it is, mind, yeah. it just it's all semantics. They're in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. Kyrie and and Spencer in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. Your front court, you have KD at the three. Uh, what's his last name again? Coming off the bench of the big man, Jared Allen. Jared Allen at your four, then DeAndre at your five. Yeah. I mean, nothing's happening in the paint. No. And all Kyrie and Spence got to do is guide you to the paint now. Yeah. And just basically let you shoot the threes if you want. We're going to come over off of every screen and force you into the paint. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be a killer lineup. Yeah. They, on paper. Yeah, on paper. The, yeah, on paper, the, net, the Nets are killer. Um, who do you have them going uh, in the... Who, who's meeting them in the finals? In the finals finals, not the conference finals. You yeah, know? the finals. In the finals finals, pff, LA at this point. Which LA? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you have the Lakers I, f- I'm going to pick the Lakers For right now And I am going to pick the Lakers Because of what I saw last night Last night was a bad omen Because they lost to the Clippers The same way they lost to the Clippers Last year to open up the season People were running their mouths And then they're just going to be Right back in the finals again Like earlier this week I was thinking about You know Perhaps maybe Golden State Could give them a little bit of run For their money But I completely underestimated Steph Just speaking back on the, on the Brooklyn game Steph Curry doesn't even look 100% Steph Curry to me looks like he's still not lost a step because he didn't lose it. He's he's. I feel like still he looks his like, timing back in a way. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like he, I feel like Steph is a hundred percent. I think Steph has been a hundred percent for a while. I just think that he's not a hundred percent with his team. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's just so it's, many yeah. new faces yeah. and young players, and you gotta you gotta acclimate Wiggins still. You gotta acclimate Ubre. You have to acclimate the the new the new the number the number three yeah, pick. Look real good. Yeah, the Drop rook. 19. Yeah, like you know, in in and then on top of that, he's not the main ball distributor. Like yeah. he's not that. That guy, he needs Draymond. Yeah. Um, he needs Draymond badly. Um, so th- that team needs Draymond, period. Um, but with all of them, Draymond doesn't really work without Stephen Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stephen Clay don't work without Draymond. So yeah. it's like those three, yeah. they better stick together forever because yeah. I, I truly believe that as great as Clay is, as great as Steph is, they benefit greatly from having Draymond on, on the Absolutely. on the floor. So um being the floor general on both on offense and on defense, mm-hmm. um, so damn that's a really great, constru- greatly constructed team. I just hope that Clay could get healthy yeah. next year. That would really suck. That's two years of missing Clay Thompson. That's nuts. Um, but um, but yeah, I I agree. I I I have. I'm still not. It takes. I still have the Celtics in the finals mm-hmm. this year, and it's not homerism. I just feel like. I just feel like we finally have the right type of players on the team. We are missing a couple things, but it's 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 all about health for me. What, if what the are, Celtics can stay healthy and give us our give themselves the time to really gel and really like know who's going to be on the court night in night out mm-hmm. and that's something that the Celtics have not had in any of these playoffs mm-hmm. um either Kyrie goes down or Hayward goes down or someone goes you know like um it's just never it's never uh a consistent thing and i feel like this year is going to be the the year of of health yeah. Like they need to stay healthy. They absolutely we are we are already starting the year off with Kemba down. Mm-hmm. Um so and that's gonna give more minutes to other people. Then it's like I don't when Kemba when when Kemba comes back, like then it throws off the chemistry. I just need him to be there sooner than later. Mm. Um, 
But um, I have the Celtics still in the finals only because I'm not 100% convinced about the Nets yet. They look dangerous. They look scary. Mm-hmm. But they're still a brand new team. Yeah. Um, with a brand new um, setup of how they're going to play. But also, I also am a believer in talent wins. Yeah. Um, talent wins fucking nine out of ten times. Mm-hmm. And and the Nets have the talent. So I got the Celtics. I got the Celtics and Clippers in the finals. Okay. Um, I think that the Clippers are going to be much better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- and I really feel like they out of any addition that either team made, I feel like the addition of Serge Ibaka was the biggest, the biggest acquisition for for both LA teams to me. Okay, um, okay. So, okay, not in the league, but okay, um, and for both LA teams, I think Serge on that team. With Kawhi, Kawhi and Serge are very close, and mm-hmm. Serge is the type of player that the that the Clippers needed. They retained Marcus Morris, the better Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, the they, better Morris. They retain um, <laughs> Reggie Jackson. They even got a chip. How's he the better Morris? He's still better. <laughs> <laughs> He's still better. Um, but you but you won't say shit to his brother in his face though. Nah, them niggas got problems. <laughs> they got anger issues, like for real. <laughs> I hope the best for them. I hope the I hope the Morris brothers got therapy somehow. <laughs> I know they be splitting their checks and shit. I hope that money, half of that money, is going to the right so therapist. Split that ring. I don't right. think it worked that way. Nah, I don't. Mm. Um, That's unfortunate. You don't split that contract neither, because Marcus got the much bigger contract. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's my finals prediction. Um, conference finals prediction is, of course, Net Celtics. Um, Western Conference Finals is Lakers Clippers, which is kind of it's not a no brainer. It's not it's not very dangerous. It's not a dangerous prediction. Um, the only yeah. the only problem I have with that prediction, and it might I might have that same problem with the uh, no 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 I won't I won't have it with Remember, the I uh, can't hear you I won't have it with so the, I don't uh, know if you I won't have it with the uh, the Clippers the Clippers and the Lakers aren't in the same division right no. Yeah, but the Celtics and the Nets are, so I think that's the only reason why they won't um, No, I think the Clippers and Lakers are in the same division. They are in the same division? Yeah. So in order for them to... That's the thing, is how can they see each other in the conference finals if one's going to finish... You got to assume that one seed's going to come out of that division, right? Either Lakers or the Clippers are going to be that one seed. They could have met in the conference finals this year. Where did the, where did the Clippers finish? Because Lakers finished with the, the number La- one seed, right? The the Clippers finished like I don't know where they finished, but quick question. I mean, if if the Clippers had beat Denver, it would have been Lakers and Clippers in the in the Western Conference Finals. Quick year. question. Let me just understand this. With when they set up the playoff brackets in the NBA, right? It isn't like the NF. It's like the NFL where the division whoever wins the division gets those top three seeds. I think I think it's record. I think it's just straight up record though. But but the division thing is a tiebreaker. Um, so it's just straight record then. It's just straight record. And then the, they use the division as a tiebreaker. So the so the yeah I think it's just straight record. So if the so if the uh, Celtics and the Nets finished with the number one and number two record in the East, even though they're in the same division, they absolutely one of them wouldn't get dropped down to the fourth. No, they're absolutely on a collision course to to fight. Okay, then, then that, that's the case. Then they're on the collision course yeah. to see each other in the cars. I thought they may end up seeing each other in the second round because I'm picking them both to have the best two records in the East. But due to them being in the same division, the division when it gets that number one seed, the Celtics or the or the Clippers and, and like. Well, both of them. In oh, both gotcha, scenarios. gotcha. Oh, okay. In both gotcha. scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting the Lakers and the Clippers to have the two best records in the West, and then um, and then uh, Celtics and Nets have the two best records in the East. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't. I do predict the. I I predict that the Clippers are gonna have the 
I don't actually don't predict any of them are, mm-hmm. to be honest, because mm-hmm. I think that all those teams are too are so veteran driven that they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They don't need it. So yeah, yeah and they don't I mean, need my it. Goodness, I, I, yeah. I picture I picture like a team like in the Western Conference. I feel like the Ma- I feel like the Mavericks or Denver might have the number one seed, and then in the Eastern Conference, I see Milwaukee and um, Milwaukee and probably. The Heat? Toronto, maybe. Because I feel like those teams, they, when you lack talent, Mm -hmm. you need to gain more in chemistry. Yeah, yeah. And when, by gaining more in chemistry, chemistry gains you more regular season wins. Talent wins you playoff games. And I feel like those, the top teams in my top four, they aren't going to give a shit about what seed they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because as we've seen, especially now with how stacked these teams are and how good the NBA is right now when it comes to overall just talent um, and talent stratification and, and all of these teams. I just feel like those veteran teams aren't just are not going to give a fuck. I could yeah. see the Lakers. Uh, we're coming off a championship. Yeah. The Lakers get the fourth seed. The Clippers get the third seed. Mm-hmm. The Celtics get the third seed. The, the, the Nets get the fourth seed. Because mm-hmm. the Nets, I could see them sitting KD a lot, yeah. sitting Kyrie a lot, and stuff like that. And they're just like, dog, we, come on. We, we're cha-, especially the Nets. The Nets, like, we are champions. Kyrie's a champion. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not going to be concerned with like what record we have. You know what I mean? We get in and then come see us when we get in exactly. and that's it. They're not going to, exactly. they got enough pride to make sure they're not beyond the fifth seed, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be vying for the one seed to me. Sorry, just that Nets team, man. I, I count a hundred points a night for them just coming from four players. Yeah. Like yeah. easy hundred points too. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's what you're going up against every night, knowing that your team, unless you're doing something special on defense, you're just, going to, you're going to have to yeah. be ready to drop a hundred points on these dudes just to compete. Yeah, which much, is very much, doable because yeah. they don't play necessarily the best defense. Yeah, so it's doable. Much like much like the Celtics last year, they have four people that w- could average and probably will average twenty points a game. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And um, and two of those people you can argue should be coming off the bench. In terms of team, like for example, yeah. when I say that, it's only because I would rather see Dinwiddie and um, Levert both coming off the bench. I would too. Yeah, I would too. That would be fantastic. You have a one-two punch starting, a one-two punch coming off the right. bench. Just have I mean, yeah. You could easily have it be Kyrie at the Kyrie at the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Joe Harris. Joe Harris. I think he plays the three for yeah, them. He does. Because it's Dinwiddie at the two, Joe Harris at the three, mm-hmm. and then it's um, DeAndre Jordan and KD. Um, I see, yeah, I see. They could plug somebody in mm-hmm. for Dinwiddie, and he could come off the bench. I don't know, Shamit, um, which is nuts to me that they got Landry Shamit as well. I feel like Landry Shamit, I don't understand how they how the Clippers traded, like, traded him. Landry Shamit is a really, really great shooter, and he's only, like, fucking, and he's really young. And he's he was on... Um, the first team he was on was Philly. Philly traded him to LA, and now LA traded him to the thing. Landry Shamit shot forty percent from three last year. NBA talent evaluators, what else? Can like, you say? what do we do? Like, you know what I mean? Um, and Philly try. Anyways, Philly's a <laughs> Philly's a mess. Um, but they got they got some shooters. But um, yeah. But so that's our like the big the finals predictions. And who do and, and you have the Nets winning the championship. Mm-hmm. I have the Celtics mm-hmm. winning. Um, and um, 
Well, yeah, and when it comes to the Celtics, we can we want to get into that. Yeah, because like, like with the Celtics, my only rub with the Celtics is I'm still on my whole fire Brad edge, right? Mm-hmm. Because I I have this sneaky suspicion that we're gonna get off to a rocky start mm-hmm. this year. And it's just gonna create a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole thing is the whole narrative will start up. Well, has he lost the team, et cetera? So just mm-hmm. something about the team because I feel like it's a double edged sword. On one hand, I wanted Gordon here, we're gone, and I'm happy he's gone. But I know that we still needed a player similar to his skill set mm-hmm. if we wanted to continue to play the way that we've been playing in terms of like a almost like a mini small ball starting lineup in yeah. a sense, right? So. If we're going to try to continue to play this way, well, who's going to take Gordon's role in terms of being that ball distributor and open open shot maker we can rely on? If we're not going to play that way, which is something I actually suggest, okay, who's going to step up their game then? Yeah. You know, and I'm looking to JB and Jason to both step it up. Yeah, that's... And to, be, and to put a number on it, I'm expecting at least an extra three to five points from you guys a night this yeah. year. So, you know? So that means that... Um, JB should be at like 24 points a game and Jason should be at like 27 yeah. points yeah. a game. That's right the, around there. Right. That's who we, that's call it even 25 a piece. Yeah. To call it even. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think that, cause here's the thing where we upgrade. I think that we upgraded very much. Okay. We were two games away from the finals mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. winning two games away from the finals. We upgraded as we upgraded by adding by adding Tristan Thompson and we lost major upgrade. Yeah, we at that position. I love that move. I love that pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. We got rid of we got rid of um, Canner. We added Tristan Thompson. We added a guy that averaged ten rebounds. We have not had a a guy that averaged ten rebounds since Kevin Garnett. Yep. So and a center who could block anyone in at his position. Right. And anyone at that position. Exactly. Um, So we made an upgrade there. We lost our first guard off the bench was Brad Wanamaker. Yep, we replaced him with Jeff Teague. Mm-hmm. And if y'all have seen up. these past two preseason games, Jeff Teague is nice. When he he is nice for us. Yes. He gives us exactly what we need. He, he's a shooter. Huh? I'm gonna make a confession. With <laughs> he's a shooter. He knows how to handle the ball. He's not afraid to handle the ball. He's a spot up shooter and he can shoot off the dribble. And and he can finish at the basket. Yep. He's very dark, solid, and solid, roll, solid, solid, and solid. Roll. And I can just imagine him and him and Tristan Thompson having having their um um chemistry and all that shit. And 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 him and Tom Lord if they're coming off him and Tom together. Lord, him and um Tice, um because he's used even to even him and Grant Williams on that pick and roll. I would have loved, dude. I would have loved to see Al, Al Horford because him and Al Horford yeah. had the pick and roll down in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, you know um. But um, and we needed people like that, veteran point guards. That yeah, this is what I do. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and I'm on the. I won a championship. I want to. I want to win a championship. Um, so that's an upgrade. We lost Gordon Hayward, but at the same time, what, what like you said, addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we know that JB and Jason understand that there isn't so well, they, but the thing is, is like they they were used to that as well, because mm-hmm. um, they're used to not having Gordon, like the inconsistency. But now they know for a fact yeah. that he's there's not. So no, so we're no not so even look over right your exactly. There's no no looking over your shoulder. There's no like what play is going to be called or what's going to be expected. Who know they're going to expect more from me, exactly. and I do have this skills and I do have the talent so um particularly JB 
between the both of them, of, of anyone on this team, I'm most intrigued in seeing Jalen Brown when he has more opportunities to bring that ball up and be have more opportunities to make decisions on offense. You were saying? Yeah. Um, I'm most looking forward to seeing Jalen Brown get the opportunity to further develop his game. Because, yeah. again, the whole knock that I always had about Gordon Haywood, it wasn't a knock against him. It was against what I saw our team doing. Yeah, stunting, stunting, stunting the growth, growth of the Jays. You know, stunning the Jays' growth. And, yeah. and stunning the growth of all of our youths. Because mm-hmm. in any sport, you, you make your team better by one of two ways, typically. Drafting and free agency. I think the Celtics have done such a great job drafting. I wanted, to, I want to see us yes. make that all the way through with minimalistic free agent yeah. acquisitions. You right. know, like even to the point where now, well, yeah, I love Kemba, but uh, what's his first name? Last name Waters, the point guard. Tremont Waters. Tremont Waters. <laughs> that motherfucker got skills, yeah. and I would absolutely love to see him with the opportunity to run a starting lineup. I would have in the NBA. I would have. I would like. I wanted to see Terry. Yeah. Like Same people thing. like people yeah. forget like yeah. yo people talk about Brad Stevens draft picks. I'm not Brad Stevens about Danny Age draft yeah. like Danny Age went from driving drafting Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown and Terry was there, Jason Tatum mm-hmm. like do like Come on, yeah. and and I would have and after I, Kyrie I've left, left, every one of his picks, even yeah. after we let them go, yeah. And after and after and after Kyrie left, and you remember, I was on the I was on record like, dog, yeah. I would rather us not spend none of that money. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And of course, we got like I said, we got Kemba, and I'm glad we got Kemba because Kemba's a fucking killer. Yeah. But it's like I would have loved to see. Terry Rozier develop yeah. on our team. On our team, yeah. On our team, we can. He's still he's still a good young player on on the Hornets, mm-hmm. but he would have been great, great here yeah. already. Yeah, you know, and he we we could have been the like, yeah, we would have had just so much talent on this team. And the thing is, since we drafted all of it, we always could re up. We can always re up their money, and it wouldn't hit our cap the same way, you know. When we try to how the way that Ke- signing Kemba, signing Gordon, um, hit our cap, mm-hmm. um, which like which you know, especially Gordon fucking crippled us. Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh man. Um, in in more ways than one. Yeah. Um, no pun intended, but pun. In, um, but anyways, um, I am. Yeah, my biggest like you brought up Jalen, and it's like. And I asked you before, it's like, what, what's the biggest, like, the biggest thing we want to see added to their game and things like that? I'm like, Jalen Brown needs to be an all-star this year. Yeah. He needs, we need, we're going to have two all-stars. My biggest prediction, we're going to have, the Celtics are going to send two players to the all-star team. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Kemba Walker because Kemba Walker is going to miss some time and he's going to be working through his thing or whatever. But it's going to be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And in order for us to win a championship this year, Jalen Brown's going to have to be an all-star. Yeah. And I thought he should have been an all-star last year. Mm-hmm. I just think that the, I need, he needs to play in a place where the league recognizes mm-hmm. that he's an all-star. And, um... He's not going to get relegated to the Dean Wheaties and the Karis Leverts and, and D- Jalen Brown is 24 years old. He's still, a, you know what I mean? Um, he's younger than a Dean Wheatie and Karis Levert, but I'm not going to let like the league do that to him. Oh, always be the, oh, like what if, or did it do, or try to relegate them to like some like bottom left, like second hand role. Like, no, no, no. Jalen Brown is a fucking star. And there's a reason why we call him the Jays. There's a reason why, like in all, in every press conference and everything leading up to the season, why, why, um, um, Danny Ainge, 
Brad Stevens, their rhetoric was these this is Jalen, this is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's team. Yeah. Even even Marcus Smart said that. Yeah. It's like these are this is Jalen and Jason's team now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I am you, Marcus Smart knows his role. And so does K- Kemba Walker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kemba, Kemba Walker understands like nigga, I'm 30. Yeah. Like I still got it in me. Yeah. I still got in more three, three, four more years of my prime. But in order for us to win, in order for us to get to where we need to be, those two dudes over there, they are going to be the ones that take us there. And we can't do anything to stifle them. And this, this organization has done enough to stifle <laughs> the development of the Jays. Tell you, you man. know what I mean? And again, so, and it isn't also some whole nefarious thing. I no, think it's just, it's like just you were not trying really too much. understanding what you have on your hand, yeah. then you do too much. Yeah, you were, you were doing like, too much. yo, we, we got to make this move. To, to, like, no, we don't need to make a move because there's no real move we can make that would actually take us over the top. Yeah. Once you understand the team dynamics, like for example, when you saw Kyrie here, the reason Kyrie and them quote unquote butted heads on the court, anyways, in terms of style style of plays, because those two players at the time weren't for as good as they were, JB and Jason weren't at the level yet where a player like a player like Kyrie could one hundred percent trust them in their decision making. Yeah, and that that's court. why they ended up standing there watching him. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, and that's not good for the development of the of them. Of them, and they're not, and also they're not good enough to know how to play off ball. Exactly. So it's like we end up sitting and watching you. Ball when you, play you know what I mean, like Kyrie. Right now, now at twenty at twenty two and twenty four, now they can now they have a better understanding of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but they weren't ready for that yeah. shit yet. No, absolutely. And now without Gordon there, and go, could you imagine what the Celtics team would have been if Gordon never fucking broke his ankle? Yes. Um, this we would have a championship by now or for sure, for sure, or two, or two. Yeah. Um, but everything happens for a reason, and like we gotta just we gotta keep on trucking. We gotta keep. Um, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Kyrie's no longer welcome into the garden unless he sages it first. Yeah. That sage shit ain't going to work when, when the fans are allowed back in. There, <laughs> Yo, listen. Listen, for those of y'all who don't understand the, the callousness of a Boston sports fan, anything Kyrie Irving says or do, does, he could come out and donate $100,000 to Children's Hospital yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they're going to clown him for it. <laughs> they're going to give him guff about it. Because here in Boston, we never forget. And we for damn sure hardly ever forgive <laughs> when it comes to sports. Motherfuckers still give Bucky Dent slack despite us winning how many World Series championships now. Yeah, they come out in public and apologize. Say, shit is cool. Shit still ain't really cool. No. People are still butthurt over a World Series they lost no. 30 some odd years ago. You always remember the losses more than the wins. Absolutely. You know, it's so it's always gonna Shout out to the Giants. Yeah, it's always where that, gonna... where that ring good health. Who? <laughs> what ring? <laughs> the Mayans. It never happened. The Mayans. <laughs> it never happened. It never happened. Check um, it, who's their retiree? <laughs> David Tyree, you don't know him? Never mm-hmm. heard of him? Name knows a ring a bell. Uh, must be you a figment of my Nets? imagination then. Must be a figment of my magne- imagination. Yeah, must be. You, might, you need to get that checked out. You just <laughs> coming up with random names. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, mm. Anybody else you feel? Like, well, in terms of what, just stick with the Celtics just for a little bit longer. Yeah. What are you looking for out of Brad Stevens this year in terms of a coach? I'm looking for killer. 
I'm looking for Killer Instinct down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for bet. I'm looking for no moment's a nice ex- guy. Ex- yeah, no moment's a nice nice guy. I'm looking for execution down the stretch. I'm I'm looking for defensive intensity. Like we used to have. I'm looking for cu- for timeouts five seconds into the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for control. Yeah. I'm looking for control. Yeah. And. That's what I, I feel like we missed out of him last year and how, not even last year, two months ago, <laughs> and how the season ended. You know, just control. I, I went on a whole rant about it, and I've calmed down, but I still feel the same way. <laughs> I still feel the same way. I'm like, I, I still feel the same way. I, I'm ready for him to to ascend into championship coach mode. And that's, and, and that's the thing that, like... Yeah, that's the thing that I've, I've just been looking for for out of him. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of if we do not get to the finals this year, I want him fired. Okay. I want him fired. If we do not make it to the finals this year, if this year has any bit of like, just like. Oh, let me just, I just want to ask Any you. feelings that it gave me of last year, I want him fired. Even, even as the season goes, I want him fired. So is championship appearance or bust or championship or bust? Appearance. Okay, so he makes it to the finals this year. In case we lose. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. I didn't mean any puns there. In case mm-hmm. we lose, <laughs> you're still well to give him another year or so. I'm thinking I, I, I'll review it. You'll review it. At, depending review on how it. we go down. If, yeah. If, okay. All right. Yeah. He's under review. All right, because as far as I'm concerned, it's championship or bust. Mm-hmm. If we do not win a championship this year, then I want Brad Stevens gone. Yeah. Um, and I want him replaced with because somebody has to Mark pay Jackson. Yeah, somebody has to pay. Yeah, someone. And it ain't gonna be Danny Ainge. And it ain't gonna be Danny Ainge. He's done his job. No, Danny Ainge. As far as I'm concerned, it's been an interesting role with having him as a GM for how many years? Like 15 years now since since he's been here as Dang, a GM. At least. At least. Um, it's been an interesting winding road, but quite frankly, I think he's one of the top three GMs in all of the NBA. Yeah, and he does the job that he's done. Definitely. Every single draft pick that's come through our doors, even if the pick didn't work out, I was able to say, no, that's an NBA player though. He can mm-hmm. play in this league. It's just a question: can he play on our team? Mm-hmm. You know, with every single draft pick I've seen, at least ninety-five percent of the draft picks. You know, um, so. As far as my perspective, in terms of what I'm looking to see out of out of Brad Stevens this year, is that that killer instinct. I want to see more Popovich. I want to see more Spostra. I want to see your team. Your team loves you, but none of them fear you. You know, and I don't know if they need to fear you. You know what I'm trying to get at? There needs yeah. to be a. They love you, but I feel like they don't respect you. Like I could see yeah. a, a situation with one of, with one of the players, even though none of them have that demeanor snapping on him on the bench you know like just they just see because because i get to that point where okay if you're here to teach us to show us how to win and quite frankly your pedigree up until this point hasn't really proven that outside of your team's essentially overachieving mm-hmm. the past few years since especially this uh, presently constructed team since we since we drafted you know Marcus this team has been a team of overachievers yes. which is great but are they champions yeah. are they champions or are they overachievers because overachievers is just another word for a loser as far yes. as I'm concerned when yes. it comes to sports yeah. you know so are they really good losers they're going to go deep yeah. but they're going to lose to the team They'll that be proud. goes to the finals nigga this is Boston listen <laughs> 
Ain't no moral victories here. We got banners up here. You see, you see what we do with our AFC Championship, <laughs> AFC Championship trophies. What's, the, what's that? The, the the door stoppers that they use what's over that? at Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? Go look at the that's video a of the last that's time a chew, we won. That's a chew toy. Go look at go look at the video of the last time we won the AFC Championship and, and look at the disgust when they hand Bill it, when they hand, try to hand Bill an AFC <laughs> Championship toy. What's this? Yeah, yeah. We we ain't here for this. <laughs> the fuck is this? Everybody, everybody, get on the fucking plane. Yeah. We're going to the Super Bowl now. Fuck you get talking about? AFC Championship trophy. They make trophies for that? Listen, sadly enough, they do. What's worse, people hang banners. Yeah, like the Colts. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Tom Petty. Um, yeah, man. I, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm expecting out of, out of Brad. I'm expecting, I'm really just focused on mainly, I just need everybody to be healthy and I'm just focused on the, like, and Marcus, Marcus, Keep being Marcus, but just, just get the just. Man, you take the good with the bad. Yeah, I take you, the good you, with the bad. You, you, you leave the rest, and there you have the facts of life, man. You have Marcus Smart. Like, what do you like? I, I like for me to tell Marcus, yo, have better shot selection, or, or, um, turn around and say, well, give me a more defined role on this team. Huh. That I would have to say, well, give me a better defined role on this team. I think he has a defined role on this team. It's just, I think well, the fact, I think the thing is with Marcus Smart is Marcus Smart always ends up having to take over. Marcus Smart over these past four years, if, 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 the two people that have been most affected over the, these past four years have been have been Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart has consistently now been inje- injected into the starting lineup for many games throughout the season. Mm-hmm. He literally is spends half the season on the bench, half the season starting because either Kyrie's hurt, Kemba's hurt, Gordon's hurt, somebody's hurt. So now he's in the starting lineup. So now he has to now always, and that's another, I just think that that should stop. Mm-hmm. I think that when, if there's an injury, stop Brad, stop putting Marcus in the starting yeah. lineup now. Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. The bench, Give, put, put in the rookie, put in yes. Smith, put in yes. Romeo Langford, yep. put in somebody. Do not, because Marcus Smart's role on our team is he is our first person off the bench. He is our defensive player of the year. Number one, we do not need Marcus Smart always, his all his energy against first unit people. Mm-hmm. Um, we need him late in the game, so I cannot have him in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. So I can't have him that first couple minutes in the game going up against your best fucking offensive player and all that other shit. Now the end, on the other end of the game, and other end of the floor, who's the, when if Kemba's out or Gordon's out, who's the one handling the ball the most? Fucking Marcus Smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fair for. That's not fair to him. Yeah. That's not fair to his game. That's not fair to this team. And that's the wrong strategic. Um, rotational decision, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I need to see. It's not really about Marcus. Mar- Marcus just needs to be Marcus. You do your thing. He's like Tasmanian devil, yeah. but you got to, but you at least Tasmanian devil is a mess. Yeah. He spins around, makes a mess, but at least you know exactly what he's going to do. Yeah. yeah. So use him wisely, mm-hmm. you know, and, for a while, I don't think Brad Stevens has been using Marcus wisely and yeah. in injecting him into the starting lineup. That doesn't help our team. Um, as much as it because would, once because once bench. yeah because once we start rotating in, the first person off our bench now is was Brad Wanamaker and Enos Kanner mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or Rob Williams. No, no, it needs to be 
it needs to be Jeff Teague now, mm-hmm. and it needs to be Jeff Teague um, and Time Lord. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or um, it needs to be Jeff Teague and Marcus Smart coming off the bench as a tandem. You know what I mean? A oh, quick little side story, though, regarding Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague... For his entire NBA career has been low-key, high-key, one of the players I hated the most. Mm. I just didn't like the nigga's face. <laughs> I just did not like Jetty's face. I thought about like, I don't I don't fuck with this dude. I don't trust him, dog. He's nice. I want him on my team. I don't trust him. Definitely dog. serviceable. Definitely service serviceable uh point guard, as we've seen already. But like, I don't like that nigga's face, dog. Yeah. I don't like his face. <laughs> I remember Alec, but Alec is Alec hated Jeff T. Yeah. Hated Jeff T. <laughs> But that was when, but that was when the Hawks were good. Yeah. So it's like they were in our way well, a lot. Was it one year when they, two, when they sent like their whole starting five or four others. Yeah, five they sent through. They sent four people. They yeah, sent four T, people to Culver, Horford, and um, was it I feel Josh Smith at the time. No, no, I think it was Carroll. I feel it was like Demar Carroll. Yeah, or maybe some shit. Um, yeah, I think they sent four people. Yeah. Yeah, that was they had a crazy season. They finished like number one. Yeah, these they got bounced in the first round or some shit like that. I think it was second. Yeah, I think it was second round. Because if it was first round, that would have mean they got bounced out by the eighth seed. And, exactly. I, and I feel like I That's remember right. that. That's right. Um, but it was probably LeBron that bounced some niggas or some shit. Um, makes sense. Like he bounced everybody else. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, but that's it. Like, what do you think is gonna happen tonight? Tonight, um, we, with, we get the season off and we get a win. I think yeah. we get a win against the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks this year, I think that we're going to see them take a step back because I think it's going to be the same situation in terms of what I predicted with the Celtics, where their coach maybe they stop may they may start tuning out their head coach, mm-hmm. and he's just not getting through them. And then now Giannis is still going to be Giannis, mm-hmm. Briss Middleton is still going to be Briss Middleton, mm-hmm. but the team cohesiveness, their play, but make it together. I think they're going to take a step back. They're going to finish at like. Uh, the three or the fourth seed, and they're not gonna look good as the three or the fourth or the mm. fourth seed, barring them making a, a some type of move. Of course, yeah. yeah, I see. I think yeah, I think we, I think you know, wishful thinking that we come out with a win tonight. We haven't looked too great in the preseason, but I don't put much onus on the preseason. I think Tristan Tristan Thompson is is playing tonight. They cleared him, so I don't know if he's going to start or if he's just going to come off the bench. It's going to be interesting because that's the first action we're going to see a Tristan Thompson exactly. on this team. Exactly. Um, For the record, me myself, I don't. When it comes to the NBA, I don't put too much stock into the preseason or really the first month mm. of the season because I feel like you have a lot of players who are either one playing into condition or two, which really should be the number one. You have teams. Needed that time to gel together. Even yeah. if you're the, bringing back yeah, the same guys from last yeah, year, that first yeah. month is just like, eh. Yeah, of course. It's like... The second month, when I start to say, okay, this is the type of player to expect for the yeah. rest of the year now. It's, yeah, 100%. It's, it, it, like, I don't put I don't put literally any stock into the preseason. It's just one of those things that you're like, there's just certain things you just don't want to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, the preseason to me is, it's really like, uh, it's a, uh, it's just a pop quiz. It's like, it's not like you're gonna you're gonna um, somebody like scoring. It's like yeah, it's like a pop quiz. You somebody scoring a hundred on the pop quiz isn't gonna shock you, but you just don't want to see them fail. Fail is a red flag. Uh, okay, you get yeah, what I mean? True, like true, yeah, it's like a yeah. Op- yeah, it's like all right, well, there might be a problem yeah. here. Yeah, like That's what you mean. um, and you just don't want to see. But also, I just don't. I mean, 
it's yo, it's preseason. It's about rotations. It's literally been the shortest off season of all time. So we only had two preseason games. These teams like, and this is a team that came off of that came off of a long a, a, a long playoff run. Um, this has been the longest year that the Celtics have ever had. You know, so it's like. So I don't put too much. Yeah, I don't put too much into it. I just hope that tonight when we come up, I just hope that we just play with intensity, um, which whatever, because whatever intensity we have, I'm not really looking for the page for the Patriots for the Celtics to be good until until February. Yeah. Um. Because we when we first heard the season was gonna start December 23rd, we were like, "Are you fucking insane?" Off, we I don't. Cast. Yeah. We were. Like, oh yeah. Word. My word. Um, but the season. Just how did? Yeah. How? How? Oh my. How dare they? Um. <laughs> so I didn't even expect to see starters in this first fucking in these first weeks and shit yeah. like that. And it, and it seems like no, they are playing. People They're playing. are playing. And it's like so. It's like I'm not really putting too much stock in anything. Um. But yeah, hopefully we get a win tonight. Um. And then we'll keep winning. I mean, we just got, they just let us know we're getting that stimmy check. You know what I mean? We're getting what you that, buy? You buying we that get, cheetah we talked about? Yeah, I mean, listen, once that shit comes over on that freight, my nigga. Buy the cheetah on Amazon. Exactly. Shit. You know what I mean? Yo, tell me, yo, <laughs> Jeremy, have you ever, this is mad. Something happened. So this weird ass shit happened to me the other day, right? I ordered something from Apple and I needed to pick it up on Sunday, okay. right? And I, I was debating, you know, Apple now because of Corona, they put like mad, like mad fucking stipulations before you pick anything up. Mm -hmm. So you have to like, like order a thing. Like I ordered it from my phone to pick it up, but at the store, but you have to come during a window, a appointment window just to pick up something you ordered. Okay. So I ordered it on Saturday and there's like your appointment window isn't until three, the only one available was until 315 on Sunday. So I'd have to wait all day around just to have an appointment, just to fucking pick something up at Apple. So I was like, I was out. It was like 1230, one o'clock. And, um, me and my girl were out and we, um, we were out already. I was like, yo, I'm about to just go to the fucking Apple store and see if I can pick that shit up. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. come on, you got to have that shit ready, right? <laughs> but no, but that is, that, that, I see where you go, yeah. but that ain't even the story. Uh, so I, I, we go there. The whole point is that we went to the mall early, not when we were, not when we were supposed to go there. Mm -hmm. So I went there early and boom, boom. They, 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 I, I was like, yo, I'm here early. Woo woo. You mind if I just pick it up real quick? They're like, they're like, yeah, sure. So they get it. They give it to me. Boom. I'm done at Apple store. So then me and her are, are leaving the mall. I'm walking and then I see something on the ground and I'm like, Hey, yo, is that money? Mm. And she looks and she's like, yeah, that's money. And she goes and picks it up. <laughs> and it's that dirty money, nigga. So it's not like, and as we're walking by, as she's picking it up, these girls walk by, they're like, Oh, you just came up. This ain't like dollar bills. These are all twenties. Jeremy. <laughs> These are all 20s. Uh-huh. She, it's one big clump, right? right? And then it's like, and then it's like a, a 20 here and a 20 there. So she grabs it up real quick and she stands up because the instant thought is like, oh shit, somebody just dropped this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the optics are, dog, it's Christmas season. You're in a mall and you just found a wad of cash on the ground. You know what I mean? My first thought is we're in 2020. Somebody has us on camera right yeah. now to see our reaction, to see the fuck yeah. of what we're going to do. That's what, my, <laughs> that's what my brain instantly went yeah. to. 
Then it was. What the fuck is Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, what the fuck trying is that? Like, I'm trying to, yeah, trying to punk. You punking niggas? Yeah, in 2020, <laughs> I should shoot you. Um, <laughs> no, so, um, so I'm thinking, like, I'm like looking around and like, she's looking around. She's like, yo, did somebody just drop? Like, because we're thinking, like, yo, maybe somebody will walk back or something. Like, because if that girl that walked by and that was like, oh, you just came up. If she had came up, oh my God, I just dropped that. Um, da, 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 we would have just gave it to her. Yeah. Like, dead ass. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and we're looking around, we're looking around and like, um, and nobody, and people are just walking, like nothing. You know what I mean? So we're like, I'm like, yo, hey, dog, like, and I told, I told, and she's like, I'm like, I'm like, counting, how much is it? She's counting it, da, 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 $280 in 20s. And I'm like, hey, dog, I, I turn into fucking, I turn into, um, <laughs> I turn into fucking, you're the, what's that nigga from The Wire? <laughs> Omar? Omar, bro. I'm like, money, money ain't got no owners, nigga. Money ain't got no only, owners. Only spenders. Only spenders. <laughs> only spenders. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's that odd shit because it's like, I can't, that's my own guilt mm-hmm. of like, damn, like that belonged to somebody or some shit. What you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, yeah, but it's like, what am I going to fucking go around the mall? Like, hey, did anyone drop $300? You know what I mean? Like, no. So it's like, it's done. It's it's done. done. Like, done. just keep it and pay it forward, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, uh, uh, it was just an odd ass shit. Like, have you ever found money before? Absolutely. I've found money. Twice. I've been given money by the bank too much before I turned around. You were with me that time, I think. I was? I think so. When uh back of the were you with me? No, you weren't with me. You weren't with me. Long long story short, I was about eighteen or nineteen years old. I went to the bank and I went there to withdraw a hundred dollars. And she gave me the hundred dollars twice. And I knew she was gonna make the mistake. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I do. And then I turned back around and I brought it back. I can't. I can't. I'm not yeah, like no. this bank. They, they no. take care of me. Let me give them that money back. Right. And it was so funny when I brought the money back. They were so taken aback. They're like, "Well, we have to recount our money first. Yeah. So they had to recount all the cash they had on hand yeah. inside the bank to make sure it was correct before they took back that hundred dollars. Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Yeah." For yeah. not being a stereotype, right? You no, but so that was somebody gave you money. Where, well, when you found money, like it's never been more than like twenty bucks in the ground. Or yeah, like me that. too. Just picking it up. Like, I oh, still shit. remember to this day. I walked in high. I was in high school, walking walking to school one morning, and I'm like, and I'm walking. I see a dollar on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit! And I like, I pick it up, and then as I go pick it up, I'm bend down and I see. Another dollar and like a five and it ended up being like what type of trap is twelve days? yeah <laughs> I'm like what the fuck like that's we're, so, we're such skeptics for real. you know what I mean like we can't what even in the just, world the Bugs Bunny is going yeah on exactly some Anvil some Acme Anvil is gonna fucking drop on my head or some shit you know it's like that like we can't even like enjoy we can't even like take a blessing like yeah, it's you like know me. what I mean we're like because we 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 always internalize things of like yeah. dog what if this happened to me like exactly. you know what I mean like you know on every side of a blessing. Well, not on every side of a blessing, but on many sides of a blessing, there's an opposite side there. That opposite yeah. side is just, you came up because someone fell down. Yeah, somebody fell down. So, and us in our consciousness aren't cool with having success at the expense of somebody else. Exactly. Unless it's like straight competition. Yeah, yeah. Shit. We're both competing against each other. I beat you. It is what it is, but yeah. we're not even competing. Right. But I got this because you just made a mistake. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't make a mistake. You you put that money in your bag nice and securely and the wind came or God came <laughs> and took it out of your God's bag. God's plan. And, 
into our laps. That's plan. Hope you yeah. hope you and your girl enjoyed enjoyed a special dinner that night. No, we didn't. <laughs> and, and it's not like Fucking and the thing is, it's not like <laughs> God forbid you turn into a police department. You couldn't do that. Fuck Jiggy. that. <laughs> We trying to defund the police. Don't fucking give them niggas three hundred dollars. Fuck that. Turn it into the police. Them niggas will be. Them motherfuckers will be eating fucking donuts galore. I, don't fucking, I was trying to. I was trying to. I was about to say pigs in a blanket, but fuck the police. Um. But no, um, I'm oh, definitely, man. yeah, it was definitely one of them like, huh moments. Like, and the thing is, it's also like showing the growth. Let me say this real quick for the shit. Like, like I'm 31. Like she's 30. Like if we, 10 years ago, that's a come that's up. A come up. That's a come that's up. A nigga. Come up. Like we fucking. Now it's just guilt. We were like, <laughs> yeah, now it's just guilt. We're like, mm, oh. <laughs> now y'all should just walk away from that. Yeah, like, we just, now that shit's a burden. <laughs> now that shit's a burden on me, dog. Now, like, my mind goes to all other shit. Like, damn, like, if it was this the way God was trying to bless me, but I'm like, but at the same time, can I ask for something else? <laughs> It's fucked up. It's crazy. It's man. like you can't even like in this game in 2020. I'm so fucked up. I can't even. I can't even accept blessings. I can't even like without like really being like I don't know. Listen, having a conscience is like being a work. Being the working man. You're a sucker if you have it. You understand? <laughs> the working man's a sucker, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the yeah, so found money. The theme of this shit is just. Shit, found money, my nigga. Now we getting the getting that six hundred dollars stimmy. Yo, shout out to my president Donald Trump who, <laughs> who refused to sign the stimulus package until he got us more money. Yeah, damn it. Hey, hold on, wait. Six hundred dollars is trash. I can't even pay off my freaking hooker with this. Yeah. Send them two G's, damn it. Some enough money to pay for Yo. that hooker and an eight ball for the night. All right. right. Damn it. Right. That's how Donnie's thinking of us. Nothing, Donnie, I appreciate you. Nothing, nothing but respect for our president. You, dog. They, I know they played you, dog, but you're going to get them next time in yeah. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, real quick, just tell me real quick what. So, you're responding to what he like, the video he put out or, or some shit? Because I didn't watch, I didn't see it, but just yeah, real I, quick, I, what I, the hell happened? I, I'm just responding to the video and the commentary from the news media today, specifically Nancy Pelosi. What did he say? He said that he's not signing the bill, particularly because he feels like the money isn't enough the $600 okay the one time payment of $600 yeah. isn't enough he wants it to be bigger to be $2,000 gotcha Nancy Pelosi Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer like shit great yeah shit let's, great let's nigga put back. your money where your mouth let's is tell that nigga is. tell that nigga McConnell exactly. tell your little flunky McConnell exactly okay so, okay and remember McConnell stopping us from, from securing the bag right yeah. now uh, it ain't Donnie's fault our biggest hater Donnie's trying to make us get this bag right now dog <laughs> despite the circumstances right <laughs> That's a little that's a little copium. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the circumstances. Yeah, man. I Despite like the fact that Donnie got screwed. Yeah, with that slash. Yeah. <laughs> the body crab family still in the election. The body crab family still in the election. I'm sorry. I don't want to go off into a tangent, but those copium videos just give me such life, you know, because it's like, yo, people. People don't know how to cope. Yeah. And they're too wrapped up in, in, in politics or whatever it is in your life. It's like, yo, you got to 
Find something to keep you centered in the world in this reality. And by centered, I mean something that keeps you at the center where you recognize yourself as the master and creator of your own destiny. Mm. All this other stuff, whether it's sports, politics, whatever, all the the Celtics didn't win the championships. So my, so my life is over now. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Politics, sports, entertainment, all of it. It has a place. It's necessary. But it's not the place, the worst place for it to be is the center of your life. So to see these these people losing their minds over Trump losing, because the first thing that goes to my mind is, okay, if Trump had won, what about him winning would have genuinely made your life better outside of being able to own the libs for another four years? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. what policy was he going to put in place? Like, yo, None. Trump lost, so now None. we don't get this policy. Like, None. It's like just the great it's, policy he was pushing in the past four no, years? No, he just wanted to G. They just wanted to G off. It's the same way you, when, when I asked you that question, like yeah. when you see like the people that had the Trump flags on their trucks and then now they're not there anymore. Not, not there anymore, yeah. What is it? What, wait, why? Dog, it, it was... Why? It, just fandom, like, man. Yeah, it it's straight fandom. It's, it it's your wave. team won the championship. Yep. yep. And I could talk my shit for you. They just want bragging rights. Yeah. They didn't want any like real change to happen. They they want democratic socialist fucking policies to to get enacted. They really do. Yeah. Nobody wants that two thousand dollars more than the, than, yeah. than Trump supporters. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's all cap, bro. It's all cap. <laughs> that shit is nuts. But anyway, but yeah, Royal Talk for right now with the six hundred dollars with the stimmy was popping. What you playing? You know what I mean? The proposed six hundred dollar check. I'm about to change my whole life, dog. Yeah, yo, yeah, six hundred dollars. I done secured the bag for the past nine months. So yeah, forced out to work and shit like that. That six hundred dollars can buy with that twelve hundred, nice eighteen hundred dollars, two hundred dollars a month for nine months to you know sit around all day and you know. I mean, create a podcast. Fuck, fuck working, nigga. <laughs> fuck working, nigga. It's a fucking joke. All, all, all kidding aside, yeah, though, no. the number one lesson that has been made concrete with me now, and the number one lesson that I hope people walk away with, if it wasn't embedded in them earlier, is if you are relying on politicians to change your life for the better, do not hold your breath. Uh, Politicians across the world, not just here in America, they all have an agenda, and that agenda is to seek and maintain power at all costs. They're not there. They may hit you with this rhetoric, even the ones who I like, like the AOCs in the world. They might hit you with this rhetoric, oh, we're here to help you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they're here to help you, but not at the expense of losing the power that they have. Mm-hmm. And here's my argument for this How many politicians do you see? After they leave office, start a nonprofit versus they go and join some legal firm or better yet, they go ahead and they join some, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, lobbying firm, mm-hmm. you know, versus to say, you know, what? I served eight or 10 years or however long in, in government and I still want to truly help people. So I'm going to start this nonprofit to help people. I don't made all these connections in the government that will make helping people even more easier for me now as well. You rarely, if ever, you see. Is that. this your parting shot? It's my parting shot. My parting shot is: don't trust these politicians to run your life good, bad, or indifferent. Make your own decisions. Even after taking the damn, the, t- taking the vaccine, you make your own decision about what you feel is best with your life. The educated decision to me is to take the medication 
of course, but I'm not going to hold a gun to your head and be like, well, I'm going to force you to do this. I'm going to make your decisions for you now. Because these politicians, from my point of view, it's made it concrete. They don't care about us. And what's even worse than the fact that they don't care about us, quite frankly, they're just not good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. If your job is to come in, let's. your job is a federal congressman or a federal senator, right? Your job is to come into this office and to serve your citizens back home. And the way you're going to do this job is finding a way to get along with other representatives. There's too much of a us versus them mentality in politics right now. We're just like the Dems are saying, yo, fuck the Republicans. It's about what we want. The Republicans are saying, yo, fuck the Democrats about what we want. And a victory for us, what kind of victory for us as with them losing? Mm-hmm. You know, so they may have lost, right? But our, and our people may not have gained, but we being the politicians going to count this as a victory for us because they didn't get what they wanted. And that type of, that type of play is just like, it's no bueno. Yeah. And you see it in the results that we get. Yeah. You know, the... The, the tribalism that's taking place at a political level right now from the presidency all the way down and it doesn't help anybody yeah it doesn't it, help anyone I don't it, I don't want to hear any more thought pieces about how great AOC and the squad are and how much they're fighting yeah the proof is in the pudding I want to see the results now yeah I want to see the results and at the end of the day if you're a part of the squad and you're rubbing people the wrong way to the point where they don't even want to work with you and it's justifiable in what they're saying mm-hmm. then they have an argument I necessarily don't think what the, the complaints about the squad right now in particularly are justifiable but at the end of the day if your job is to find a way to get along with these people to find middle ground at worst and right now and it's evidence in this whole stimulus package that y'all can't even find middle ground it's just it's just a zero yeah, and sum then, game. And then up with and, and granted the the the, the six hundred dollars is just a big marquee thing, mm-hmm. um, because of course it's cash, it's mm-hmm. money, but it's and like, there's a lot of money in there for businesses as well, right? Yeah, like yeah, there's there's uh, there's other things, but like the the money isn't the only thing that is the indicator that lets us know that they couldn't find middle ground, um, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I have a I don't think I have a parting shot. Well, let me continue with my with my rant then. All right. I'll take up your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, go ahead. No, nah, just mm-hmm. just to wrap it up, like really, man, like please, people, just take this as a lesson to do whatever you can do to try to get your life in order, and the government can have as little impact, good or indifferent, on that life. So you could just maintain the control because I do not trust these people with all this power. They don't not in a nefarious way. Like I feel like they're up to something sneaky. It's just they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to properly handle it. And when you have all that power, even if you do nothing, you do something. But just that by doing nothing, that's something you're doing ends up being destructive. Yeah. You know, you have people literally who this this stimulus money, this unemployment money is a literal lifeline. If they do not get this money from the government... There is no other way for them to support them and their families because that same government has shut everything else down. So what do you expect people to do? So people out there with this anxiety and this anger, take that energy and channel and channel it into something constructive so you can build your own business or your own product or your own way of thinking, whatever it's going to be. Well, you want niggas to get LLCs, niggas? You probably so, you put an LLC follow, Twitter. Follow, follow my Instagram page. I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah, uh huh. See, y'all. that's what the whole that shit. <laughs> that's what all this is about. 
You kicking off your mega church? Jay of all trades. Uh, mega church. Jay of all, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting to it. Now I'm like, what is Jeremy? Where's Jeremy heading here? Where's he heading? We just closed a deal on a beautiful property. Uh, great church. Great church? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. What's your taxes looking like? What's your tax threshold? What's your, what's your tax responsibility looking don't, like, brother? Don't, don't concern yourself with such things. Yeah. That's for the boss. Yeah, yeah, right. But <laughs> check out Jeremy at the AME. At the AME. Oh my fucking God. Tabernacle. <laughs> I said, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga uh, Yo But yo That's episode 23 Y'all listen God bless um, Happy holidays Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa To everyone To everyone listening I hope that you I know with all this shit Going on Like you It's tough to spend time With your family And I'm grateful That I get to spend time With my brother Like this every week You know what I mean And I know that it's Tough for people right now And um, it's not quite The Christmas spirit Cause I like Christmas I'm, As I got older I started to like holidays more and more you know what I mean and like especially when I realize I have to spend money on people yeah fuck that shit um and uh yeah and I didn't really film the Christmas I didn't watch no like we didn't even get to watch a Christmas story home alone all this season, like brother. there's no like it just uh, you my boy coined to me one time that November and December is one month and it, <laughs> and it really is <laughs> it really is November and December is one month um <laughs> I, he said that to me. My boy, my boy Mel said that to me. Literally, I want to say, probably in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That should have stuck with me ever since. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it really you is one month. About this, damn, that makes it, me feel, it really it'd be is. Halloween. Yep. And then it's Thanksgiving. Then yep. it's Christmas, yep. New Year's. Yep. Like that in a blink of an eye. Yep. In a blink of a and, fucking and eye. People's moods too was like. Because think about this. On autopilot. Because think, think about this. Summer really is only two two months over here, right? Yep. But summer feels like well, it's a season. It's yep. a true. You know what I mean? So you telling me the same amount of time passed from Thanksgiving from 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 Halloween to Christmas, my nigga? I'm I'm gonna rebut. Rebut. I just love that word. Anyways. <laughs> two months, some I counted three. June, July, August. What are your two months? July, August. July, August. I'm not gonna argue with you. Though. Only cause, like, only cause June to me, cause only cause I know it is summer. No, it isn't summer actually in June. It's still spring, um, until late June, and then summer runs until September. And if seasons are right, they will run into September. But the problem is, my birthday is in September 11th, and, yeah. and to me, it's never still exactly. summer by then. Yeah, yeah. It's my. It always is rainy and a little chilly, a little chill to it on on September 11th on my birthday. Like it's so summer, um, but not summery. Yeah, it's not summery. And um, to me, the prime months that is like, okay. It is summer. No, undoubtedly, is July and August to me. Um, um. But nevertheless, um, I'm just yeah. I like. Hopefully y'all have a great Christmas, man. Um, and 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 that's it. And I am a saying, happy ha Merry New Year. And I, yeah, and a happy New Year. Because the next time you see us, motherfuckers, it won't be 2020 no more. I'm gonna have so, my check, baby. Yeah, come and see me I in got the movie. Check, I got a check. Fresh off the set of the Soprano set of the Soprano set. The Soprano set. Soprano. Designed by the one and only Paulie Gautieri. Yeah. Check out my fashion line. We'll be hey. We're going to be selling these in the church, too. Hey, I'm oh. walking in. Hey. <laughs> All right, yo, episode 23. Peace. Peace. Oh. I just love that shit. When he throws his hands up like he's all in his head.